Welcome to the main podcast. That was our very own Jacob Salad Walter with his band Paul Newman and the Ride Home. So for those of you unfamiliar or just straight up confused with what Maine is, let me try to give you its spirit or essence. Maine. M-A-Y-N-E. The foundation is a meme group. We are a collection of people who enjoy making memes, and we have a tight-knit community of assholes with hearts of gold. Maine is like a fart that wakes you up just enough that you can have a quick laugh and fall back into an even better sleep. Maine is family. Maine is shit with a D. At its core, it's shit posting untethered, and we just want others to have a laugh and not be a dick for just a little bit. The Maine Podcast is the only place where you can listen to the people who create your memes blather on incessantly about nothing. The intent of this podcast is to cover meme culture as it relates to us, the creators. It's not just going to be a podcast about memes. We have a diverse community of artists behind the scenes. The meme community is constantly churning out fresh content for almost no accolades, no pay, and it reaches almost no one. And we want to sing their praises. You may think you know memes, but unless you are engaged in the community, you only see the tip of the iceberg, and certainly not the cream of the crop. I'm Joshua Mallardy, but most people in the meme world call me duck, duck cunt, that duck guy, or any variation of anything pertaining to duck. I consider myself the main hype guy. I admin a bunch of the groups and almost do no real work. I help run such diverse groups as main music, main gaming, main shitposting, main gifts, main meme academy, and the list goes on. For really way too long. I practically never shut up online or in real life, so what better place to stick me than behind the microphone of the main podcast? This is the second run at the main podcast. Over a year ago, we got all the pieces in place and released a couple of episodes before circumstances got out of our control and halted the podcast dead in its tracks. As everyone is aware, last year was a pile of shit that somehow caught on fire and went roaming across the country. And then there was a pandemic! Well, I'm finally starting to feel the most reluctant of cautious optimism. And I decided, why not take a stab at doing a podcast? I've never done one before, and I assume I'm going to fuck up a whole bunch. Now, with that being said, there has been no end to technical hurdles for this first episode, so I plan on buying a dedicated laptop just for the podcast. We've had Jacob turn into Terminator. We've got me sounding like I'm talking out of a tin can. We had... Paul's vocals just go completely missing from the program we were using. So somehow, through it all, we still have an episode. You'll have to forgive the vocals and any poor audio quality, but we're working to rectify that, and we don't want to delay any longer in getting out some fresh new content for you guys. So anyway, I'd like to thank Rob, PC Jr., Jimmy Fred, and Jacob for their pioneer attempt with the first couple episodes of the podcast, and they will all hopefully be on here for future episodes. So anyway, stay tuned and enjoy. You can start warming up just saying panties different ways. Or did you hear, did you listen to the end of my little, like, shitty demo thing and I put a bunch of Paul's laugh in there? We could we could all try to do the Paul laugh. Yeah, but I'm blanking on how it sounded now. Can you can you tell me? Oh, oh you, want, you, want, you want a demo? Yeah. Uh, for, for me, I think it sounded something like... <laughs> 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 yeah, and then it was looped a bunch of times. Did it get really? Is that the one that got really low? And then you go talking yeah, yeah. like this. Yeah, I was showing off. You know, I was like really getting into the uh, features of the recording application. I I went to college for audio engineering, um, and so you could see some some advanced techniques I used towards the end mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. 
Echo. Oh, here we go. There's the echo. Is Paul on? Yo, yo, what's happening? Thanks for Thanks the echo. For the echo. Can you, right, uh, I, got, I just turned the echo cancellation on for him. Uh -oh. oh. I was having fun with it. Alright. Paul's always the one that comes in and, like, has some major tech glitch for the first five minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I think you're good. I think we can hear you all right now, buddy. Sweet. Awesome. Are you in a room with linoleum floors? Uh, <laughs> it's, laminate, it's laminate hardwood, all right? Perfect. Okay. Same difference. But this is the quietest room in the house, so... So what, what's good tonight, man? Uh, not too much. I just got off work, and it's been hot AF. Um, just now, what do you... What are you doing for work these days? Um, still the least amount possible, uh, just Perfect. for a different company. Um, but like we're doing, basically, I'm I'm a pool boy, so we do like installation, servicing, cleaning, uh, tile repairs, diagnostics, chemical checks, like the whole nine yards. So. Oh, you're like a elevated pool cleaner. You do it all. Yeah. All right, all right. And I, and I like that. I mean, I, I respect that philosophy. Um, I always say that I attain to, like, do as little as humanly possible. I really hate doing things, you know? Like, if I can do the least amount possible in my day-to-day -day life, then I have succeeded for that day. And, like, any time anybody needs something out of me, it is such a major inconvenience. And I, and I just feel like that, you know, that's a good way to go about life, being inconvenienced by literally anything at all happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so I, I was, I think you caught wind. I've started uh, transitioning to a new job. I'm going from working four days a week. See, you know, I had a pretty heavy workload. But I'm going to, I think I'm going to drop back to three and, uh, <laughs> Do some bartending, so um, yeah, respect on that. And then we also have uh, Jacob here with us. J as I mentioned, he was already chatting earlier. Um, and Jacob, he's like Professor Maine. Um, he he has a degree in Mainology that extends all the way back to its roots. And uh, so, Jacob, why don't you tell us what you do, and we'll kick it off. What I do in Maine? Uh, let's do let's do work and then Maine, and maybe you can even like tie them together. I, maybe there's some like common theme here. There is a common theme. So I uh, let's see. Can I call myself a technical analyst? I'm something like that. I do like password resets, but I also do you know uh, tech support for a whole suite of websites for a company. Um, a lot a lot of troubleshooting and things like that. And it actually ends up being a lot of the stuff that I do on Facebook, trying to figure out the stupid little glitches that show up every day, um, adminning and the new features they add and how they're supposed to work and how they don't work and how we need to go around them. And also searching for things is one of my uh, expertise, expertises. Expertises? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm totally here and paying attention. Um, sweet. And so... How does this, uh, you know, you said it ties into Maine in a few ways, like you're finding certain things, but like, um, really, 
it's most useful if I need to find a, a meme from like two years ago and I only know the most boring, minute detail. And like, I'll just ask in the chat, I'll be like, hey, I, I'm kind of thinking, I have this feeling that I might have seen a meme once. And Jacob will come back 13 seconds later <laughs> with the link. Yep. It's, it's amazing. Can confirm. All right, guys. Well, we did a little bit of an introduction, but um, so I, I want to also introduce PC to anyone who doesn't know who PC Jr. is. He's the founder of Maine. And uh, without him, we wouldn't be in this position. He's done a lot to get us where we are. He was on the original um, incarnation of the podcast, the first couple episodes, and we hope to have him on here as a guest many times. Uh, but he has requested uh, that we, we do a little icebreaker to kind of get everybody going. Um, he wants the guests on the show to say panties, panties, in the sexiest voice you can muster. I don't know what he's going to do with this later. I don't know why he wants this. But um, I'm going to start with Paul. Say panties. You get a few tries. You know, I want you to try it a few different ways. Uh, the sexiest you can. Panties. Can we have some more? Mmm. Panties. Panties. Alright. Jacob? Panties. 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 Well, that last one was probably the sexiest. <laughs> so... I want to jump into like some meme stuff. Um, I, you know, I had an idea. Like, you know, this is our first episode back, um, and we're just getting acquainted here with our listeners. And maybe some of them aren't as involved with memes as we are. You know, basically spending like eight hours a day just grinding on memes. So let's start with a little definition of what a meme is. And I, and I don't necessarily want like the Merriam-Webster or Wikipedia. I don't even want you to open Wikipedia, but I want you to define a meme, what it is to you, what you think meme a meme is. Like, you know, because it's getting pretty broad, I feel. So, uh, Jacob, you want to start? No. No? Okay, <laughs> Um, I second that. I don't want to start. Why don't you go first, Josh? So I, I feel like memes at this point has become so broad, right, that it could be anything. Because you can put a text on an image. Most everybody knows you throw text on an image. That's a meme, right? Maybe the text goes above the image. That's still a meme. What if you alter an image that exists a little bit? Fine, that's, that's also uh, a meme. You know, you can change a piece of an image. You can add text to it. You can add another image to it. You can you can do all sorts of manipulation of existing elements. But we've been making these for a long time now, and since before there was um, a name for it. You know, I don't even know when the term meme came around, right? But you know, you could pop on MS Paint in your fucking high school typing class, and you could fire out some stupid like meme back then. It, you just didn't have a word for it. And uh, now it's been around long enough that I don't think that even that description covers it because 
you know, there are guys out there completely just, you know, they're, they're cartoonists. Um, and, and that's something I wanted to talk about. It's like the community as a whole. Um, you know, we've got guys who have all sorts of different backgrounds, and a lot of them are artistic backgrounds. I'm, I'm like the least artistic memer, probably. I never, I can't draw a stick figure. But, um, you know, now we're all coming at this with our different artistic backgrounds, and some people are creating things from the ground up. Some think people are creating things that aren't comedy. Um, you know, you got Void, uh, like, you know, there's Void posting, which is just like dark memes. Um, there's no comedy. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we are the ones putting the comedy in there, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. There's like, there, there's no definition anymore because it's literally any image that you put up on the internet other than a photo of your dinner. And even we're, we're even challenging that with me, bougie foodies, you know, we're like basically memeing our food. Okay. Um, I guess just kind of to segue on that, um, I guess a meme in basic terms is just kind of like a juxtaposition of ideas. And I think that's what makes it entertaining. It's combining like two elements that would have no kind of relation otherwise, but, oh, hey, this rhymes. Like this would be funny. And then you just kind of branch out from there. But I think... Yeah, some of the stuff that I go off of is just song lyrics, and it's like, oh, this would be funny if I changed the word to this, and then I just keep singing in my head throughout the day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is starting to work. Like, some of them just come kind of naturally, and some you got to sit on for a while and kind of retool it. But, um, yeah, we, we just do it for the enjoyment and trying to share the love and just share some laughs with people we'll probably never meet in real life, but um, we're a pretty tight-knit community, so. Professor Maine, do you have anything else you'd like to add to the definition portion? Um, yeah, I don't know if it was like Noam Chomsky, it was someone famous that used the, the word meme but in like a different context, not specifically pictures, but it was like kind of general ideas that people use to convey uh, ideas to each other um, in ways that you might not have exact words to express. I feel like it's it's kind of like that where you might take a picture. I mean, you know, old memes, it was like someone's face, you know, like reaction memes, like they're making a face and then you put something above it, like when you this, this, this. And I feel like, um, like they, it has broadened and, like the mashup memes when they, you know, putting things together, like Paul was saying, that don't really belong together, like uh, skin on a banana or whatever it happens to be that people can relate to or find interesting or funny or whatever it is. Basically. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It's like, it's, it's a broader social uh, construct. It's like a way to connect with people like Paul was saying, that you'll never meet but you share the commonality that you've seen these two things. A mashup, in, in essence, is just a couple things smashed together. It can be multiple things. You can get balls deep with your mashups, but at its core, you know, it's just it's a couple things smashed together that, um, you know, maybe someone with different, a totally different background than you can still understand um, the commonalities of it. 
Right, and it doesn't even need words like the there. There are a lot of the the ones with words, but you can just instantly see something and know that it doesn't go together, and you have some kind of reaction, wh- whether it's disgust or <laughs> laughter or that little breath of air that comes out your nose. Yeah, you're a big advocate for the the breath of air out of the nose. Uh, I think I saw you even animated one of those. Or was that like, it, it almost looked like the guy was uh, hitting a jewel or something. <laughs> I think the original one was without the jewel, and then I added a jewel in there because I had a little breath of air coming out, and I figured why not put a jewel in there too. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, and that's and and, and that, another topic for a later time is, is animated GIFs or GIFs or however you want to pronounce it. Um, but those are just such a, a bear of time consumption. And it's, you know, we do this for fun and to make each other laugh and to make random fucking strangers on the internet laugh. Um, but some of it is extremely time consuming. Most time consuming um, meme should be a, a topic one day. Oh, absolutely. We were even just discussing it earlier today. Um, I think. I mentioned a couple I made. Usually it's the text that gets me. If you're trying to use like really detailed movie cover text that has like a lot of detail inside of it, and you sit there and you can finick with like just get finicky with like the text for an hour straight. And that's and that's just one portion of it. So you might sink two hours into making a meme and you one hour of it was making an F look right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't even look that good. Yeah. No, once you get done, you're like, that looks like absolute yeah. trash. And then you start over with a fresh mind, and you can do it better in 10 minutes. The next but it's time. always a learning experience. Because then the next time you know you can do it slightly differently, or you you know you figured out what you did that time, it worked, and there's a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and actually that's a, that's a perfect transition for uh, something I wanted to cover tonight. Um, you know, we're talking about learning all these like strategies that, you know, we're using these applications, whether, and all of us are, are mobile, we all use our, what, tablets and smartphones, right? Mm-hmm. There are, there are people who use PC, but in this conversation tonight, we're all mobile users. We're, we're on either a tablet or we're on a smartphone and we're using, um, applications to, to manipulate images or add elements to images and thus create our memes. Um, but you know, you, you start learning these techniques along the way. I want to kind of bring it back and let's, let's talk about like how you got your start memeing. Like for me, I, I, I used an example earlier of being like in a typing class and that's really not far off from the truth. Um, I remember being, I've made memes for as long as I knew how to use a computer almost. Um, I was in you know, high school adding text and cutting out images and paint. And that would have been 2002, I will roughly guess, uh, I got started. And so, you know, through the years, I still did it the same way. And I was kind of proud of that. I mean, I've always, like, made these really shitty memes. Like, they were bad. (laughs) But they were were bad good. And I would make them for my friends. And so I've been making these things for years. And I started, I, I worked at this job in Texas. And... It was like a tight-knit community. We were all on computers in a cubicle setting, and we were having fun. You know, the job sucked, but we were having a blast. And then, like, memes started to really hit. Like, all of a sudden, everybody wants to put Paula Dean riding something. Everybody wants to do fucking, hey, man, have you tried doing that thing twice or whatever? What is that? Uh, 
I can't think of the shitty old memes. But um, anyway, so we all started hitting the memes hard. Like we're we're like all up in that Microsoft Paint on our computers in what little free time we had at work. And I was writing a blog at the time, and so I'm like writing and I'm adding these picture elements, and that's where it started getting fun for me, like really fun. I always enjoyed it, but I was like, okay, there's more to this. And I and even for years after that, I stayed with my shitty style. I only did Microsoft Paint, and it was like two or three years ago where I was finally like, you know what? I've been doing this for the better part of ten years. There comes a point where maybe I should try to do some good, right? Like make better memes. So like two and a half, three years ago, whatever, I downloaded it. Um, I started with uh, Photoshop programs, so I started with PS Mix and um, another one that they had for text. And for the first year, I pretty much just used Photoshop, and it was just always free version. So that's, I guess that's my start to memeing. And then along, like Jacob was saying, along the way you learn strategies and techniques, you start to learn other programs, and then you've sunk countless hours into it and made 5,000 memes. And so here we are today. Um, so yeah. Whoever wants to jump in, how'd you get your start memeing? Um, well, <clears throat> I guess I kind of came from a similar background, like working with Microsoft Paint and stuff. And back then, I was so much better at it. And then I just kind of got an invite into a small group and started seeing some OC memes. And I'm like, all right, this is funny. Like, what's stopping me from doing this? I've got ideas. How can I translate these into digital media and convey a message um what so, uh what group was it do you remember um so it was actually this dude that i went to high school with uh invited me to casey's group and then i got to know him and casey started inviting me to all this stuff uh, oh so wait and this is normie trash like that was one of the first oc groups that I was kind of introduced to. So you met Casey through memeing? Yeah. But he lives like down the street from you, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I, that's actually new news to me. See, I thought you guys were like homies from before and he brought you into the memeing community. I was fully ass backwards on that. Um, so, yeah, like I kind of just mutual friends with him from people in the area and he started introducing me to stuff and I just ended up connecting with him and we started hanging out and yeah I think that was just over two years ago so but when I first got into the groups like I saw Arcane and I'm like dude your stuff is sweet like seamless mashups like congrats dude like that's fucking awesome I'm like, what do you use? And he's like, oh, just this website, Photopia. And I'm like, I don't know how to use Photoshop. So I immediately gave up on that. And then, like, I messaged Zachary Buckley. I'm like, dude, you're killing it. Like, how do you do this? And he's like, oh, I use uh, Pixay Pro. Like, the free version's good, but you can pay three bucks and get the pro version. I'm like, oh, that's, a big, that's a big spend. Yeah, it was a tough decision and then i started making super shitty memes on there and like i just remember 
Casey like always being there for support. And he's like, what are you even using to make these? Cause there's something there, but they're not quite coming out. Right. So he basically just took me under his wing and downloaded PixArt and I'm still making shitty memes to this day. So bless up. Nice. Yeah. And that's cool that you just like went to people and you're like, how are you doing this? Because these are awesome. You know, um, I was always more just kind of hanging around, like catching pointers when I would over, like overhear it, so to speak. Um, yeah. And I'd be like, oh shit, you're using that? That sounds good. I better try that program out. Um, and then, of course, I'm also a creature of habit. So as soon as I like something, I'm just going to use that until someone like shows me that I'm doing it wrong. Like, I'm unmuting. <laughs> is it safe? I don't know. Is it? Yes. <laughs> No. Yeah, you went all Terminator on us there. I was, and I, and I, I assumed that you know, out of all of us, you'd be the least likely to have tech problems. Yes. I, well, I, I also wasn't noise, so I didn't understand how that was happening. Yeah, hard, hard saying not knowing, <laughs> I guess. Oh, fuck. Uh oh. We got Terminator back. Terminator has entered the chat. All right, so I guess we covered Paul pretty good, and it might have been terminated in the middle, but, well, I, I can fix it in post. You can always fix it in post. <laughs> right. Uh, I probably won't. Yeah, I knew it. Oh. Okay. Do you want to tell you want me to tell you my story of memeing and whatever? Let's yeah. Yeah, baby. I would like to hear how you got your start memeing. <laughs> so I was probably, like, 14 or 15. I started working at a pizza shop with my brother he had been working there for like a year and i used to we would get really bored at certain points so i'd always make little like cartoons which i guess is the first you know way of me making memes even though they're not really memes memes we were both big fans of dilbert and we would actually like you know go to the library get dilbert books and just read dilbert for hours <laughs> um but I would write like company memos uh, to send around that we had to cancel the pretend picnic that wasn't actually going to happen because the one woman's hair was too frizzy that day. Just, just things like that. And, and I don't, I didn't really make anything. I mean, I would draw pictures once in a while, um, but I didn't really make anything meme like until like two and a half, three years ago, whenever I came into all the groups, um, it, I, I used to just, you know, follow meme pages and I would sit there and I would go through like a page's whole uh, collection yeah. of memes yeah. and it, it would take like an hour and I'd like, yeah. it was like one every 15 I'd think was like really funny. Um, and then one of the pages like shared something from, like I know I had seen them from UUUM before, but someone shared something from That's Fine um, and I, I joined it. And it was just, you know, in there to see them, you know, from the source, because I figured out that's where people are actually, like, making them and posting them instead of stealing them from someone right. posting yeah. it to that page. And my brother was in it, too. And, like, one day I just, like, made one. And it was – he was into the, uh, whatever, throwing batteries into the ocean. Yeah, the, the long-running trend of throwing batteries, a, a fun and safe legal – legally – what was it? <laughs> fun and legal fun, activity. Yeah, legal – thrill um yeah. so i i made one of those and it was it was awful it was a like a a catapult or a trebuchet or whatever at the beach with a like a big stack of batteries in front of it and just said something about like ready for a fun day at the beach yeah oh yeah okay i actually even think i know what meme you're talking yeah, about it's bad 
Oh no. Um. Oh yeah. So then I just I posted. I sent it to my brother first, and that, that's in the beginning. That's how I'd always do it. I would send it to my brother if he thought it was funny. I would put it up. Um, and I just got into it like really quickly, and it was actually really good that they had. I think it was a four, a limit of four per day, <laughs> because it stopped me from you know making fifty in a day that were all just <laughs> awful. I mean, not that they weren't awful, but I only made four of them instead of fifty. Right. Well, that was then, one of my that was one of my topics was lurking, you know, because at yeah. first we were like talking about um, how long you just kind of sit there and you're like, okay, I found the source. This is where the bread is made. Like these guys are actually making memes, and so you start and you're just kind of watching it unfold, and then you like you, you start getting this itch. You're like, I want to be a part of that. Like I want to I want to make a couple memes and, and have people like enjoy my stupid sense of humor. And the worst part is, you start and you're just so bad. <laughs> and nobody likes your shit. And so there's like this immediate barrier to getting into memeing because, first of all, you're just doing it for fun. And then, secondly, um, you know, you get hit with like just nothing. You're just, it's crickets. You're like, oh, fuck, I posted this and it's trash and nobody likes me. And so. You know, the normal reaction when you're new to it is like, this is the worst. I, you know, and I bet, I bet a lot of people just don't go on from there. Um, and then some people are lacking like certain chemicals in their brain telling them the right thing to do. And so instead they just keep making memes and, and then they get better and then people start liking them. Um, and so, you know, everybody has a little bit of a period where they, you know, they lurk or they just go on forever and be perpetual Johnny no memes where they, they're the type of person who comments on a meme and tells you how you could have done it better or tells you what would be a funnier joke or corrects you or, you know, any number of things that is super not helpful because we're just trying to have a joke here, you know. And um, so then you got your Johnny no memes. So basically you know there's a couple of factors that keep people from actually getting into memeing uh, aside from the fact that it pays nothing um and so i think that's kind of what i wanted to tie in was like you know we we all got our start in these groups that were a little rough or you know it was tough you know you're like nobody's reacting to your shit nobody cares nobody's commenting or if they are commenting it's criticism and um and that's sort of what spawned main I feel anyway, you know, I came into Maine a little after everybody, uh, not not super far, I guess. I, it always feels like there was a lot of history before I showed up, but I guess uh, the group, the shitposting group as it is in its current form, uh, had only existed for, what do you think, maybe six months? Not even that. You were in there by September of, what, 2019? Oh, see, yeah, you, you would know better than me, I guess. Yeah, I just felt like I missed, you know, some, some there was obviously no land-breaking event that happened. I've seen the old memes. They're awful, just like they are now. Um, but, you know, I came in, and you guys were already, like, making jokes, and you had some in-jokes already. And so I always felt like I was a little late to the game with this whole main thing. I mean, obviously, I've been around long enough. Like, I feel like I'm incorporated, of course. I'm making this stupid fucking podcast but you know this this main thing happened and it was kind of a, like it was like a catalyst from the rejection of the bigger meme groups uh you know people just having this hard break getting into making memes it's like it should be fun it should be easy it should be accessible 
and, you know, we're wasting our time to have a good time. We, you know, we're not trying to do something like we're not trying to political bait and like discuss and and like fight. We're just trying to like have a little bit of fun on the internet. And Maine felt like that perfect kind of uh, utopia of memeing. And I know we're all human. There's tons of fucking flaws. I like people think that we're like a cancer on the meme community at some points. But in all reality, Maine seems to be about the most fun you can have making memes on the internet. And I've been around some meme communities. Well, and going back to the uh, the inside jokes and everything that was existing, so I feel like you came in in, like, September or so, and yeah. it was only August 23rd, 2019, that it even moved from being the that's fine backups, backups, backup, which was a joke. <laughs> Uh, to being main, that that fine. It's the main group. Yeah. And part of the the whole inside joke thing, which was probably me and my brother. <laughs> well, I think that was a lot of it. Like, yeah. and, and I miss having your brother in the group on the regular. But that was a little bit of the allure. Was like you guys had some fucking wild, weird memes that made no sense to me. But I was like, there's something there. These guys have got, like, this whole, like, story to what they're trying to tell with these stupid edits. And they were bad edits back then. We were all really bad back then. Um, but it was, there was, like, this... I always describe it as, like, the serial killer phase of memeing. He's fucking Terminator again. Oh. What the hell is going on here? I'll, what I'll do... Because J- uh, Jacob is going ter- full Terminator again. Is I'll just finish this last little bit. Um, we were I was just talking about like Johnny No Memes lurking. Um, I actually think it was really funny because I remember, <clears throat> like, yeah, back in one of the older variations of like that's fine. I don't want Normie trashy in my memes anyway. Um. And before I was even making anything, I'm like, sweet, like these people are posting these memes. I think those are funny. I'm gonna share one into the group, like not knowing what OC was at the time. Right. And it was like one of those shitty like e cards with like the not vintage, but like older, like drawn cartoons on there of like from like the fifties and stuff. And I remember Brad Stark removed it. And I'm like, who the hell is this asshole? And like, yeah, like it's you went full just, boomer. You just yeah. dropped, you dropped a share in right into an OC meme group. Yeah. And like, I'm like, sweet, this is gonna do so good. Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna harvest all the reonks on this. And then it's just like, nope. <laughs> I am just gonna take this meme that I found, and I'm gonna harvest all of the glory. Yep. And look at me now i still do the same thing no but that was kind of funny just having brad stark do that and then just to kind of see everything that's unfolded since then but well cool i'm gonna try to unmute jacob one more time (laughs) and get an outro here sweet let's see no he's gonna he's gonna go full he's going full terminator Totally. Do you remember what I was talking about the last time I almost, uh, when Jacob went full Terminator? I feel like I had one more little story I was telling, but it might be gone forever. Mm. Johnny No Memes? 
No. That's alright. Serial killer. <laughs> He's right. Serial killer memes. Oh, okay, perfect. Thank you, Jacob. Alright, I'll, I'll tell my little serial killer anecdote, and then I'll do the uh, goodbyes. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I was saying that there's there is there's like a phase. Like I wanna I wanna kinda go through because I've seen it so many times. I love I love Maine because people come into the group and it's always there's always this whirlwind. It's like these stages of getting to know the group if, if someone actually locks on. Because mm -hmm. you either A come in and look at it and you're like, I don't fucking get it, and you never look at it again. B, you look at it every now and then, you don't really get it, it's kind of funny but, like, not enough to engage. And then you get people who are interested in what Maine's all about. And, I, and I'm specifically speaking about, like, our core OG group shitposting. And the way the members have come in there is so different because they come in and they're like, this is fucking weird. And the people who latch on and, like, really like what's happening, there's that first stage, like I was talking about, where I don't really get what's happening, but I'm intrigued. And then they go into the second stage where they're like, I might want to participate in this. And then they go fucking balls deep. Like, there's this main balls deep stage where, like, yeah. and some of our best guys who are still around to this day, they all go through this little, like, phase. I did it. You're just like, I'm going to put my heart and soul into pumping memes into this shit posting group, and I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm just going to just rack my brain for the stupidest shit, and I'm going to... Because there's no limits in shit posting. You can post as much as you want. And with that, you you just you make a bunch of stupid shit, you post as much as you can, but you're you're very new, you're very green, and so you're making these god awful and that's the serial killer stage, or we call it getting really jeffed up. Um, <laughs> where you just like hack up a couple images and you do not care about making it look good. I don't care if the skin is feathered in in the right tone. Like, I may be mashing up two people of different races, but I have no time to figure out how I'm going to make them look like one person. I'm just going to slap features from that person onto the other person and call it a day and get my joke out there. And so you go through that stage, and you're like in your serial killer stage, and you're yes. just butchering these memes, and you're pumping them out. And, and then there's, like, the main fanboy stage. And we all do it, like... It happens. You're like, I love this community. It's funny. I'm having a great time. And, you know, we haven't discussed it on this episode, but anybody tuning in at this point probably realizes there's a bit of an affinity for purple dildos. And it's at this point where it becomes too much. They're just like, okay, I understand some of the basic vernacular of Maine, you know, AF, for real. And they just start, like, going balls to the wall, purple dildos everywhere like, as insane as they can possibly manage on the post and, like, all the vernacular they know for the group. And, they, and, it, and it's fun. It's like, but it's also so much at first. And then you kind of tone down a little and you realize, like, we just do this every day. <laughs> you, this is life now. You just make shit posts. Yeah. So anyway, boys, um, Jacob went full Terminator. I think we had a... Good first uh, little chitty chat for our welcome back episode. Thank you, Paul and Jacob, Professor Maine, for coming on. Let's see if he can give us a little goodbye. Yep. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Thanks for doing it. All right, boys. Let's do more Maine podcast. Duck, yeah. Hey, yo. Peace out.
What the hell is going on here? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Panties. Mmm. Panties. 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 Panties.